0: Are now watching the College Baseball Insider Show.
1: It's behind him. This is Hammer. Left field and we
0: are tied. Wow. Now, here are your hosts giving you an inside look into the top matchups.
2: What is up? We are joined not just by Q and myself, but Smitty Bucks, bringing him back-to-back cleanup for us. I guess I'm leading off Mills in the two-hole. What's up, fellas? It's week one. That's it. Smitty,
1: Nick Saban is not on this show. We're (laughs) We're not talking college football spreads. That's in August. Right now, it's college baseball. Lock
0: in. I missed, I missed you guys so much, man. It's been weeks, man. The last time we talked, we were predicting how Michigan was going to win the national championship, which they absolutely did. But I'm excited. And I'm going to tell the audience, this might be the easiest gig. I am going to sit here and hit third. <laughs> behind behind <laughs> look pretty. Guys that I think these two guys are the best in the game doing this. And I can just sit here and go, you know what? I agree with you. Moving on. It's going to be the easiest gig let's have fun let's win some money let's go
1: grissom All felt right. like we just needed to hire a hype man so smitty thank you just hey, every time just give us but, a compliment every 10 minutes uh, i can, can i, can, I can do that
0: i can do that no i'm excited grissom, your hair looks I, I, you lovely know, today hey you know i just got <laughs> off work i don't know i might be a mess i might have marker on my face who cares No, i'm excited to be here you know last year i really dove into this and did really well in the season and then the regional super and then the college world series. But again, it's, I'm pumped to join these two guys. I, in my belief, they're the two best in the game. So let's get after it, fellas. All
1: right, Maddie, take us, take us to the, uh, to the batter's box. Oh, he froze again. Jesus.
0: Well, guess what? I'm hosting. Hey. All <laughs> right.
1: Smitty's in the host chair.
0: <laughs> no, you know, Q. So, I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to take over for a second. When he pops on, we'll go back. Just some advice for people that might be just getting into this, especially with the first weekend, first games tomorrow. Do you give advice of like, do you really dive in? If you don't know what you're doing, or should you sit back a little bit and see how the weekend plays out?
1: Uh, play small. You know, I think the best advice is to learn names, just kind of learn rosters. I can tell you a lot in college baseball. Um, you know, some teams are the the 1927 Yankees and, and some are the, you know, the 03 Marlins, you know, maybe like a coastal Carolina. So just learn those teams, um, you know, as a quirky reference, but uh, pitching, you know, pitching seems to take people the farthest, uh, you know, but, but also that you have to balance it out with consistent hitting. And and we'll talk about some teams that have great pitching that maybe haven't had consistent uh, hitting in in recent years and, and it's taken its toll. So, Uh, The best advice is kind of start slow, ease your way in, learn rosters and kind of figure out who's got, you know, maybe the top pitching lineups as well as a consistent or maybe powerful batting lineup.
2: Shout out to JP. Thanks for tuning in as well as the other people. I had some technical difficulties there. I've moved offices and I'm further from my Wi-Fi, So I'm about to figure this, this out after this episode, but Without further ado, in about 18 hours, we have our first game kicking off at 11 a.m. Eastern. We have Indiana. Uh, A lot of people high on the Hoosiers this year to to really compete with Iowa for the Big Ten. Uh, And then we've got number 12, Duke. Uh, This is... This to me is more of a coin flip here. Insider's advantage. We have pitching staff going to Duke in favor of them. And then uh, Indiana has the bats. So getting a little plus 140 action on Indiana seems like the right side. But I'll go to UQ. Break it down for us. I think you can easily break down the teams. You got Indiana, balance
1: pitching, balance lineup. And then I think you go to Duke, elite pitching kind of unknown lineup from last year. Alex Stone is really the only returning uh, key guy offensively that produced for them. You know, Luke storm went to Texas. He's no longer in baseball. Hope everything's well with him. Uh, but they lost a lot of other guys uh, in their starting lineup for the offensive side of things. So they, they may turn out to be just fine with the fact of the matter is we just don't know. Um, and, and we're not going to know for the first, you know, probably two or three weekends. Cause You know, you're playing in these one-off tournaments. You're not really getting into a series groove here to start it. Um, You know, it's just one of those give it a couple weeks for maybe a team like Duke, you know, lean into their pitching. Also, Jonathan Santucci hasn't pitched in a year. Yeah, he kind of had what they consider a spring training, uh, but but there's a difference between that and an inter-squad scrimmage and facing another team. So this to me is actually a stay away because I want to see Santucci here Uh, Maybe I touch it Saturday after I see kind of what the offense does for Duke. Um, But for me, if I had to lean, I probably would lean Duke just because they're pitching so elite from top to bottom, starters to bullpen. But Indiana's got to prove it for me, and I just have to kind of wait and see.
2: All right, Smitty, time for you.
0: Yeah, you know, Duke, researching Duke, they have the arms. They really do. I mean, Q said with their starter coming back, you know, how long does he go tomorrow? You know, Stone is a superstar, really good player. You got some good uh, transfers coming in. The kid out of Pennsylvania, um, Miller there, I believe. And then you got Zach Morris, man, back saved by the bell. Let's bring him in here. (laughs) So bring him in. We got him. I like this. You know, with this weekend, there's a couple teams I'm leaning this weekend, and it's with pitching. And that's the key. You know, I think pitching's big. Do the bats start a little slow in some of these early games? That's time will tell. But I do like. Duke, and you got to love this. Isn't this like baseball at the beach? This an 11.30 a.m. game. Let's get after it tomorrow. I like Duke. I'm leaning Duke tomorrow.
2: All right, moving right along, keeping it at be- baseball at the beach. We've got the host, Coastal Carolina, number 18th ranked preseason versus George Mason. I mean, there's a reason why you've got to lay minus 134 or 1345. Wow, I can't read. Uh, on the Chanticleers in this one, does George Mason have a fighting chance or are they starting 0 and 3?
1: Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to start 0 and 3 per se. I know they're going to start 0 and 1. Coastal's lineup's is just too dangerous. I mean, they can take out, you know, some of the top teams. You know, credit to Sean Camp last year, what he did. He eliminates Maryland and Northeastern in the regionals before getting blown out by Wake Forest. Uh, but they lost some talent. You know, they do have, Connor Dykstra, Trimble back, Jordan Smith, uh, Chad Garland's probably the best pitcher returning. But a lot of kids from that team last year are no longer with the program. A lot of kids with Coastal are still with the program. You got the, the uh, what, Bodine, Bender, and Beach, the three Bs there. Uh, pitching, Riley Eikhoff, I, I do think you're going to see a pretty solid season from him. Uh, Darren Horn, he's going to kind of be like a long reliever closer thing, I think, for him. Kind of almost like a Brandon Neely or like a Ty Neighbors, I think. Uh, so, game one, Coastal Carolina is probably going to mass George Mason. Uh, if you could do an over-under on home runs, I'd probably set it at like five and a half, and I'd probably take the over. Smitty.
0: Hey, I this George Mason team, I like really researching them. Camp, former, you know, major league player. Team was exciting last year. This team bunts. They steal a lot of bases, 164 last year, third, sacrifice, seventh. They hit by pitch. I mean, they're trying to get on, man. This small ball. <laughs> yeah. you know, love they small let the ball league. Player, people. Yeah. And I like some of their pitchers. You know, Eden's a guy that good lefty, throws about in the mid-90s. The start, the main guy's good. But, again, like Q said, they got the killer bees here at Coastal Carolina. I did the little right like up that. and guide. I mean, this team, if you like, get some overs in this. I don't know about their pitching. Starters, their ace is pretty good. Closer's good middle of the rotation out to see, but I think they're going to, they're going to really mash the ball and they got motivation. Their coach is retiring after the year. This is a team that can make a deep run. So yeah, I think coastal will put on a show, but I want to keep an eye on this. local team where I, you know, where myself and Q lives. I like this team that just tries to get on and they make things happen. Great run last year. Let's see if it continues.
2: Total sitting at 14 and a half. In this one, for good reason, I feel like yeah. Carolina could do that on their own. Speaking of another total, Eric, appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Vanderbilt, FAU under eleven. Listen, we've talked about Vanderbilt and their struggles on offense. They lose Enrique Bradfield Jr. and the other guy. I can't think of his name. You said it last week, Q. But uh, uh, I think Parker, Vanderbilt uh, is it Parker Parker Nolan. That sounds familiar, but I'm thinking of I believe it somebody is. else. Yeah. Um, but I think more of the same struggles for this Vanderbilt team this year. They're going to anchor themselves around their pitching staff. Bats may not come alive. So I would lean under in that one. I haven't really dove yeah, deep in check. FAU, but um, that would be one. All right, so moving over to the Shriner Classic, we have Nebraska and Baylor. I believe if we're going in chronological order, that is going to be game one there. Uh, Great atmosphere. I was there last year for the Razorback games, and I'll be there next weekend for the Razorback game as well. But uh, this weekend, you've got six pretty good teams, and Nebraska-Baylor is probably the least – impressive teams (laughs) coming into it. But we're going to cover it because that's what we do. Uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers, they return a couple of pitchers with high ERAs. Baylor, kind of in the same boat. Uh, Hunter Toplanski for Baylor, he is a stud. I think he, he is going to do a lot of good things this year. But getting that plus money on Nebraska, getting the insider's advantage here, I lean the Cornhuskers, but I really don't want any part in backing them this weekend. Yeah, I'm right there
1: with you. I mean, I think if you have two coin flip teams, take the better odds. But again, I don't want to touch Baylor, Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska, just I don't know. They seem like the last couple of years they were on the right track, and then they just fall off mid season. Uh, Baylor, I don't know what happened. They just were church church just last year, so it's it's a stay away for me.
2: Mason Marriott starting for Baylor. I'm assuming it's going to be Brett Sears for Nebraska coming in with a two four five ERA uh JP says Nebraska has bad corn and bad baseball. I don't <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't great, stakes. That. great That's stakes. a good one there. I like it's that, JP. Yeah,
0: you, I like this game. you know, breaking it I'm breaking it down. I I take a chance with Baylor tomorrow. I just think this is a team that struggled last year. They have potential here. I think the pitching staff's going to step up a little bit this year. Looking over Nebraska, you know they have okay arms. Do they have an elite arm? I'm not really sure with that. I just think Baylor's a little better than Nebraska, so I would take a chance money line with Baylor tomorrow just to get some action and get into the flow of the games.
2: You're a brave man. Just he
0: touches just them all. Swinging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll have like 1,200 plays this year. No, no, no. That's <laughs> called no. I'm laying slow. Going mean, slow. You. I just took your advice. You just gave at the beginning of the show <laughs>
2: All right. Next up, the Oregon Ducks. One of my favorite long shots to win the Pac-12. I love this Duck squad. Logan Mercado is going to get the ball on the bump. Four six eight ERA. Not or Sierra. Not too impressive this season. Bennett Thompson, though, he is. Uh, then you've got James Hit probably going for Oklahoma, and then their offense is just ho hum. Outside of Bryce Madron, he's going to be good. Easton Carmichael is decent, but I've once again got a split edge here hitting Oregon, even though I talked about their pitching staff. Oklahoma has the advantage, but I went Ducks minus 105. That's one of my best bets. We'll recap here in a little bit. What are you liking this one, Q? Yeah,
1: Oklahoma really fell off after Cade Horton and Jake Bennett left the program at a a really good shortstop as well. Spikerman had a good year that year, and he hasn't – you know, been the same since. You brought up uh, Madren and Carmichael will be okay, but outside of that, there are a lot of question marks. Oregon does have the pitching advantage. You know, they did lose some bats last year from that team that was uh, like, what, one or two outs away from from Omaha. Uh, this is a good tune-up game for them. I think uh, anybody else a little higher than Oklahoma, I probably would have sided with that said team. Uh, but here, it's not a play of
2: mine, but I definitely lean your uh, your Oregon Ducks here. I'm gonna interject real quick before you get the floor, Smitty. This is one of those weird lines. You've got Oklahoma minus 120 now. Oregon is minus 110, but Oregon is laying the one and a half on the on the run line plus 130 total. That tells Senate you to take low. them. Yeah,
1: that tells you to take them.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, Smitty. I. I- yeah, I agree, guys. I, I think that's a good play with Oregon here. Really breaking these teams down. You know, they had some injuries last year. Some guys had to step up. You know, step up. Their depth is really good with arms. I like some of the transfers they came in. Kid from Sacramento State. Heard had 12 home runs. I think it's Casella out of Elon. He hit the long ball. They're big. They're big guys, man. I mean, you're breaking down Walsh Walsh's 6'4". The other guy's like 6'6", 230, another player they have. That's a big team. I like their arms. You know, Spikerman's one, like you said, two years ago was good. Last year had a little bit of a dip. He really needs to come back. Their arms are good breaking it down. They got the Sam Houston State uh, Davis kid, big time arm. But, you know, um, but is the control going to be there? I don't know. High ERAs. I think Oklahoma is going to be average. I think they'll be okay. But I think in this spot, I think it's a really good one for the ducks. I I might have to jump on that one with you guys.
2: And just, they've got the sickest uniforms in baseball, I think. So go with the ducks. Let's roll. Uh, All right. Texas tech, Tennessee. These are probably the two premier teams facing off first in what I think is going to be a great game. Uh, We just got word last night that A.J. Russell was going to get the start in place of Drew Beam, who I think a lot of people assumed would get the start for Tennessee. Texas Tech, I feel like they're always in the conversation here. I'm not going to be surprised at all if Tim Tadlock gets this Red Raider team back to Omaha, especially behind this high-powered offense. But I think we're due for a treat of a game. Uh, This is one that you're going to want to watch front and center. Uh, Q, I know we've talked about it back and forth. I'm on the Vols here, laid the minus 180. What do you like in this one?
1: You know, I haven't made it official play yet, but I, I'm kind of leaning Texas Tech here on the money line. I'll tell you why. So, obviously, A.J. Russell is going to start. He's a stud. Uh, pitching's never been the issue for Tennessee over the last three or four seasons. I think it's pretty evident. The problem is consistency on offense. I've said it in group chats, you know, between us uh, multiple times. I think this is a place where maybe uh, it looks like either Petty or Robinson's going to start. I'm not saying they're the most flashiest pitchers, but against an offense that isn't as consistent at times, that's probably uh, going to help Texas Tech's pitching kind of ease into this game. And, man, you look at that Texas second lineup. I mean, we only have three names up there, but Cash, Bazell, Green, Gage Harrelson, and there's a couple others. They're loaded, right? So they're going to score. That's that's without question. Uh, good teams that hit – did hit against Tennessee so you know you look at like a Florida which is similar offense to Texas Tech they matched the pitchers for Tennessee last year and, and Texas Tech could do the same if Texas Tech can just pitch decent I, I think it gives them a real shot to maybe take this game here
0: Smitty yeah I know my good friend Ryan Hyatt's gonna enjoy this one yeah this I, I was surprised when you guys text that last night Russell you know I think Only 30 innings last year, guys, off the top of your head. So, I mean, jumping in, I was a little shocked that he's getting the first day start here. Like Q said, Texas Tech, very good lineup when I really broke this team down. They got guys that can mash in this. You know, Robinson's a big time arm. Can he be consistent? That's one key for Texas Tech. I think this Texas Tech team's a a really good team, and it's one that's going to really progress throughout the season here. So, if you want a dog play, this might not be a bad dog play.
1: Grissom, is it fair to say maybe minus 180 is
2: price a little too high? It is, but, I mean,
1: it, like you know, I kind of see, see it as maybe stats. minus
2: 145. I'm the stats guy. That 076 Sierra, 089 ERA, I know that's a small sample size. He's He hasn't been a starter. I think he started one game last season, but the dude's got stuff. And there's a reason uh, yeah. Tony Patello is starting him in the biggest sure. game of the weekend. So now, here, I,
1: caveat to that: How long does he go? And I say that to all the pitchers this weekend because a lot, some places, it's going to be cold. A lot of guys aren't going to, you know, want their dudes throwing a hundred percent, you know, hundred and ten pitches deep in, in the first weekend. So, what does Russell's count? 80 You know, you just don't know. So that could only be three, four innings. That's
2: fair, but also you're playing in a big league ballpark. I think runs are going to be a premium. If there is a team that can run up runs, though, it's going to be Texas Tech. And I think that plays part in why Vitello went with Russell. I feel like his swing and miss rate is going to be better than what Drew Beam had. Uh, Obviously, it's in the stats. But I think Tennessee could really cool down this lineup in the beginning. And this may be like a slug it out type game once you get to the bullpen's. And Tennessee's got some hitters themselves. I mean, I, sure. I think they'll be just fine. So, I did lay it with Tennessee. I get I get the pushback on it. I respect y'all's opinions, but at the end of the day, go Vols. you have anything else?
1: Uh, it could go
2: either way. Whoever
1: wins, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. I think that's a fair
2: assessment. All right. So, next up, we've got Northeastern taking on Arizona in what was one that I feel like we lit up the odds board. We started texting about it. Uh, This Northeastern team, I love them, okay? I love them. I'm on record saying it. I love this team. I will back them as a plus-money dog every chance I get all season long. Arizona used to be very good at baseball. Now, not so much. Uh, What am I missing here, though? Is it because you get a big name in Arizona versus I Northeastern? So. I think so.
1: I mean, it's the Jay Johnson effect, right? Arizona was so good under him. He's gone, and it's falling apart. They lose Aiden May to Oregon State. The Jackson Kett's going to pitch. I mean, the guy got mashed last year. They don't have anybody better, That's and that's what's crazy. You know, Northeastern has, in my opinion, the better lineup on both sides, hitting and pitching. You look at Arizona. I mean, yeah, they could mash the ball last year. Uh, and I don't I don't think they're going to struggle hitting this year, especially in a down, you know, kind of Pac-12. Uh, but Northeastern coming in high expectations. You know, yeah, there's a little bit of pressure, but you look at their their impact hitters, uh, you know, their pitchers. I think they're seasoned to make a good run last year uh, season ended on a on a routine pop fly to the third baseman. That's got to kind of reminisce with that team of let's reset. Let's really show them who we are. Uh, And I think Arizona is in for a rude awakening here. I I could see Northeastern
2: taking two out of three. Yeah. I'm not going to be surprised if they win this series. Smitty, you have anything else to add?
0: Yeah, I like this Northeastern team. That's another one you guys had me do a lot of research for the guide and reading. They got the superstar player. uh, is another good bat in that lineup. They They can hit for power. And they they lost a couple speed guys, but they brought some guys in. They're gonna be there's still a lot of bases, so you have that. It's a good launch pad kind of I think stadium here. The the pitching staffs loaded. They bring a lot of their arms back. I think they were third last year in uh, team ERA with this. So and then you really research Arizona here. They brought in a new pitching coach from BC. You know, Jackson Kent, that's supposed to uh, go tomorrow. You know, if you look at his numbers, um, not a lot of strikeouts. This team's not a lot. of They don't strike out a lot of guys. You know, Kent's a guy that has four pitches. I think did up his velocity a little bit here in the fall up to about 90. But it, it's just, I don't know, man. I mean, this, like you said, we missing something. This is one that every day, man, the, for the three-game series, if you can get a good number on Northeastern, I would take him.
2: Yeah, Around the league. Sorry, we don't have more graphics. Those are going to vastly improve as we compile team stats throughout the season. And those are also pretty interchangeable. So I should be able to turn those out for all of this ser- the weekend games in the tournaments, especially, but around the league, you've got number 24 Kansas state taking on Cal in a little tournament in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, Kansas state was I think minus minus one fifteen The last time I saw, I know we all hit that one pretty Mm -hmm. well. You have any opened up at plus 100.
1: Yeah. All the money's coming. I said, they opened up at plus 100. All the money's coming in on uh, Kansas state here. Cal's just one of those weird teams that, you know, sometimes they beat teams. They probably shouldn't, uh, with it being week one, I'm, you know, I'm definitely a believer in this Kansas state team. Maybe not as high as you Matt, but uh, I just want to see what, uh, would week one produces for Kansas state kind of see if they keep that rhythm from last year. Uh, it's not a slight to them by any means. It's just, I'm trying to be a little selective and what games I choose for week one and, and
2: be smart and kind of ease into this. I hear you. Smitty, you got anything to add?
0: No, I think you guys, I know you guys, are, uh, especially Matt, you're very high on Kansas state. I mean, they have a great team a really good closer and everything like that. So I'm not on this game, but yeah, I think Kansas state's the good play for, um, for the first game.
2: And it was one I followed a lot last season. I know Tyson Neighbors, everybody talks about their closer. That's nothing new. He is great. But Owen Barama, I think he has a shot at being a very good pitcher this year in the Big 12. And I think if he gets the, the ball in this one, I feel like Kansas State should roll uh, Cal pretty easily. And then the next one we've got, number 17, US, or UCSB. Uh, I'm going to at least throw these up so you guys have something visually to look at. Matt Ager, you assume he's going to go. They are playing in a series against Campbell, who was kind of last year's darling there for a while before they completely fell off. I love this Gauchos team. I think you can get them minus 135, 140, something in that ballpark. I feel like they'll take it to Campbell this weekend and and really make their claim as being one of the best mid-majors in college baseball this year.
1: Yeah, it's a play of mine. A great closer and Hudson Barrett, you know, could probably go two or three innings for him if need be. Matt Ager, I'm assuming, is going to start. Uh, Campbell, a different team this year, lost a lot of that talent. They, you know, they're going to a bigger conference this year. I kind of expect a down year for them. Um, not to say they're a bad program, it's just kind of a, a new situation, kind of reassess, maybe pump the brakes on last year's team. I mean, anytime they played somebody relevant, uh, they they kind of got smacked around a little bit with the exception of uh split and series, I believe at ECU. So this US, UCSB team, the Gauchos, you know, they have a lot to prove similar to Northeastern. It's kind of your mid major darlings. Uh, I think both of them get it done here uh, this weekend with the, especially with the pitching.
0: Yeah, it's a deep team. I mean, if you look around and you, you break down, like you talk about Duke that has the arms. Well, this team has the arms. They have great starters, their bullpens good. They got a good closer. You know, if the bats are there, this is a team that could really go far and get to Omaha and make some noise.
2: For those that missed our other show or haven't had a chance to check out our preview guide, go through that. I think one of the biggest surprises to me is you see a lot of love. I feel like for UCSB, and rightfully so, they're going to be very good. But I think Northeastern is better. And when you're looking at too. odds to win the college or to make it to the College World Series. At plus 625, where I think Northeastern's around 12 to 1. I just feel like you're getting a ton more value because UCSB, yes, they have a good pitching staff. Their batting order, though, does not stack up like Northeastern's. Plus, you're coming off a 35 and 20 season for UCSB. Northeastern was a tournament team last year before they got demolished in that uh, Wake Forest regional, I think it was where they were. But at the end of the day, you're looking for value, and I think there's a lot of value on Northeastern to make the College World Series. Could be your Oral Roberts top team on that that sort of run. Any other matchups you want to cover before we get to the best bets? This, was, this is a good week because it just kind of eases you into the season. You get a couple star-studded matchups, but nothing too crazy. Overwhelming, I know. No, before we get to the best bets, I got two matchups. That's why I put this placeholder graphic up for you, Q. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I got excited. You have the floor. Okay, so two teams,
1: and I just want to pull it up here, two teams to watch out for. Stetson's playing at home versus West Virginia uh, in a three-game series. Uh, I do believe West Virginia is going to win Friday night. Aiden Majors on the mound. Obviously, we know everybody knows the star, J.J. Weatherholt. He's a stud. Uh, they have a couple better uh, offensive guys this year through the transfer portal. But there's, there's a couple teams, and Stetson's one of them, especially in the southeast area. They get a lot of great talent that maybe gets a little overshadowed by your Florida, Florida State, Miami type teams. They still get those kids that maybe don't make it there. Uh, or maybe transfer out, you know, after a year or two, is sitting in those Power Five teams. Stetson's really, uh, really good, especially when they're playing up to competition. Motivated, they have a solid core coming back. They can match the ball pretty well. So that's just a, a spot that maybe you can find a, a game or two there that they steal. And then USC, USC Upstate, sorry, at home versus Kentucky. Uh, it's going to be cold in New York. Uh, Kentucky's a little cold time, you know, this year, but. Kentucky, we talked about it last year, Matt. They don't have any power, and and that hurts them because they get in these games where they just can't produce runs uh, because they have to hit so many more base hits just to kind of get one or two runs. And that that takes its toll. You know, they don't really have an elite uh, offensive side of things as well as defense. They're a sound team. But when these teams play these smaller schools, especially on the road, they're playing up to your talent. You have to make sure you don't play below that talent or down to that talent. I think USC Upstate, especially Friday night, kind of the adrenaline game. Uh, Elon beat Kentucky last year in game one. There's nothing that says Upstate can't do that in
2: game one this year. There we go. Looking for dogs. That's it. That's it. All right. Best bets. I Like I alluded to earlier, I've, I'm on Oregon minus 105. I can't talk. UCSB minus 130. Northeastern plus one forty. I was not quick to the number like these other guys. Uh Jacksonville, this is a team. Evan Crest, this stat line, eight and two as a starter last season, two six eight ERA. This dude's a stud. And they have a series against Cincinnati. I'm assuming he's going to be the Friday night ace all season long. And I don't know why they wouldn't throw him in game one. I just feel like Jacksonville is going to be able to dominate a pretty weak Cincinnati team. So give me. Jacksonville can hit. Uh, Kansas, hit really well. State, Kansas State minus 115 behind Owen Barrema as the presumed starter. And then I'm on the Tennessee Volunteers minus 180 behind A.J. Russell and his sub one ERA in Sierra. Let's go. Arkansas faces off against James Madison. Hagan Smith's getting the bump. TCU, Vanderbilt, in a money line. I don't love Vanderbilt's offense, but their pitching should be able to shut down FAU, and I'm really high on the Horn Frogs this year. I think this team was really young last year. They're bringing them all back, plus the addition of two-way player Peyton Tolley. This team's going to be special. I'm going to be doing this Arkansas TCU, I feel like, a lot this season. And then Texas, I'm pairing them for plus 133. LeBaron Johnson, Jr., not sure if Tanner Witt's going to get starts this year. Uh, we just had a little breaking news before the show. Tanner Witt's not going to go this weekend, I guess. But um, I feel like LeBaron Johnson Jr. is going to have enough Porter Brown, you know, the guys for Texas. They should be able to dominate this first game this weekend. So those are my best bets. Q, let's go to your card. Yeah, you often just just
1: a. Uh... Pre notion LBJ is LeBaron Johnson Jr. as we get through the season. It's just easier to say. So just kind of be mindful of that. If we're talking about it. I got a play that neither of you have. I like the Missouri Tigers traveling west to Cal Poly. Cal Poly doesn't have really any pitching. Uh, their best guy, their Friday night starter, ZRA was high sixes. I, I can't imagine, you know, even though Missouri is going to be probably one of the worst bottom two teams in the SEC. A bottom two SEC team should have really no issue against a team called Cal Poly. Uh, Lunsford, I believe, is going to start for them. True freshman last year, really got thrown to the wolves against the SEC. I think he did somewhat well for for not being on the greatest team. Obviously, Northeastern, I have them for a half a unit. We talked in length of them. UCSB, we talked. Arizona State, I like what Willie Bloomquist is building there. A lot of people say them and Kansas State were snubbed for the tournament last year. I would imagine, especially it being at home, they've got something to prove this year about, hey, you shouldn't have left us out. Uh, good offense. Pitching is a little little wild card. I think it'll be uh, maybe a little better than maybe people expect. Uh, but I like them a lot. Coastal Carolina, bomb squad with the, the killer bees there. TCU, we talked about them. Vandy. Vandy's probably going to start Carter Holt, I would imagine. Uh, but pitching isn't going to be their issue. It's just offense. But I think they get it done against Florida Atlantic. Texas A and uh, I like them against McNeese. I think they have something to prove as well. They have a lot of good additions to that team. Uh, see what you know. See what they do here with Schlossnagel. He's I think going to bounce back and, and get him into the tournament. Texas LBJ. We talked about Oregon State. I think that's a sleeper team. I took them plus three hundred to win the Pac twelve. I think they have a squad that could easily get to Omaha. Bazana, several others uh, that I'm forgetting their names. I think pitching, Aiden May, uh, Jacob Kamatz is back, and there's one other uh, really good team there that I think uh, will have good success. I think they're going to be one of those TCU-Arkansas-Florida teams that you're always going to see in our plays. Uh, Dallas Baptist, you know, they, they usually handle business uh, for the most part they their non-conference schedule. I like them. Uh, Kind of build some parlays, try to build the uh, the rolodex here the funds. Smitty,
0: pitching it simple
2: over here. Hit.
0: Well, I might add, I got two I like. I'm going to add at the very end with piggyback off you guys. I got two plays I like. One at Grissom's and I like one of Q's that I was going to get on the card. But, I, I, boys, I'm going pitching here. You know, Duke I think has great arms. I'm going to take a chance that pitching is going to be better than the offense early in the season so let's go duke tomorrow baseball at the beach 11 30 if you're at your job it distracts you you don't have to really concentrate no, i'm just joking here but i like duke all right let's go north you know get northeastern great staff i think great team hey their dog play i love that the gauchos pitching again i think again i think their lineup scares me a little bit but i think they have enough arms to get that and just breaking down baylor nebraska i just think baylor's a better team so we're gonna go there i mean we'll see what happens now the two i like might add i like the jacksonville a lot of people like that jacksonville team i trust grissom here i might jump on that and i also had down in my notes arizona state didn't know q was on that game i didn't post it didn't give it to the guys here i might jump back on there and go with q and ride that home with the sun devils i like Arizona <laughs> State. you're gonna it's make good. me do
2: this i I'm gonna go opposite just because I know I'm gonna be watching it. It's the first game of the season. Give me Indiana <laughs> in this one. I, you know, everybody, every everybody watching this show, listening to it, you're gonna watch this game. It's the very oh, yeah. first. So, might as well have. Hey, some did water. I hear
1: Matt? Did I hear rumors? Uh, potential streaming issues for this game. Did you catch wind <laughs> of that?
2: Is it on Flow or is this D1? I don't remember. I can't remember. I I had saw. Each one does their own streaming.
1: Yeah, I had saw chatter on X. I I don't know if it's verified or not, but I had saw that there's potential streaming issues. So just uh, something to look into.
0: Well, when you guys are off tomorrow at work, and the Hoos, Matt, especially you, if the Hoosiers are playing great, I don't want to hear anything from you. Leave me alone.
2: (laughs) You will not. All right, that concludes.
0: I guarantee there's going to be a lot of texting going on.
2: (laughs) Week one in the books. We'll see you guys next weekend. Be sure to follow us along at NCAA Insiders. I'm going to post these graphics as consistently as I can, and then, like I said earlier, once we get the overall team stats updated, we'll get that rolling as well. Q, Smitty, anything else to add before we roll out? It's
1: going to be a long season. Let's have fun. Stay with us during the ride.
2: We'll, we'll win you some money.
0: Yeah, enjoy the games. It's great to see baseball back. Cash some tickets this weekend. Have fun.
2: I feel like this goes without saying, but it's only week one. Don't blow your load too soon. Manage that bankroll. Let's go.